0: This is Koreascape on TBS EFM 101.3 in Seoul and on streaming platforms all around the world. Time to get a dispatch now from Generation Now, the under 30-somethings who are transforming Korea from fashion and pop culture to style and also politics and stuff like that. Leia Young brings that to us every week. Leah, nice to see you again. Good morning. You know, it's kind of a rule of thumb. If if your wardrobe is getting out of date,
1: mm-hmm. just sit
0: tight for like another decade or two. And it's all going to roll right back around, isn't it?
1: <laughs> yes, they say a trends come and go. Style repeats every 20 years. Mm-hmm. But it's fascinating to see the 90s style is back.
0: 90s style is back.
1: Yeah, it's the first time seeing the trend that I've actually experienced came back. So it really feels... Close to my skin.
0: Mm, it's going to happen again and again. Mm-hmm. Believe me. Um, so, what what characterizes '90s?
1: So, t-shirts with big logos, puffy baseball jackets, basketball sleeveless shirts, crop tops, ripped jeans, tennis skirts, plaid patterns, velvet, corduroy. I can go on and on. Like, I wasn't wearing any
0: of that. In the 90s. <laughs> really?
1: I was just kind of entering the
0: workplace. It was like button-down shirts and slacks and all that stuff. Okay.
1: Yeah, like hoop earrings, bucket hats. So, if you see this uh the show, the hip hop contest show, the Show Me The Money season 6, mm. y- it really gives you an idea how is that much a Korean
0: show? show Me The Money. Yeah, Show okay. Me The Money
1: 6. So, uh it gives you an idea how much the 90s retro trend is affecting the youth culture. Every single contestant is wearing something considered cool but very reminiscent of 90s five in Korea.
0: Okay, and special emphasis on '90s youth vibe, right? So, mm-hmm. what young kids were wearing in the '90s? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you have good memory? Do you even remember the '90s? Are you are you not even, You can't in, be that old. Yeah,
1: I was sixth grade in the All right. '90s. So, were you a fashionable sixth is, grader? I was a hip hop girl. Hip hop girl.
0: <laughs> okay, so I hoop earrings wear, yeah, and the basketball everything shirts. Everything that and, I've
1: mentioned, I was wearing that as a kid.
0: Good memories for you. Growing up,
1: (laughs) disturbing my parents. Most people have good memories. But
0: collectively, Mm -hmm. for Koreans, is it a good memory?
1: Yeah, for Korea, the culture experts describe the '90s as a remi- the renaissance of pop culture. So after achieving democratization, mm. it was the first time to really show creativity and personality in all kinds of genres. So starting from Sotegi, do sure. you know him and the boys? Yeah, and the TV drama Bureshige, the Hourglass. Also, the boom of idol groups. There were many memorable moments of the Korean pop culture history in the 90s. And showing the profound affections towards the 90s culture, there were many content created throughout the recent years, like the TV drama, Eungda Para 1996, mm. uh, 1997, sorry, response to 1997, Eungda Para 1994, Totoga, where, uh, the 90s singers were all Brought back in the uh, TV show, okay, and lots of movies as well. And there are a couple of words that describes the hip '90s Koreans back mm. then. Uh, the N generation is one. So the the people who are born between 1977 to 1997 are who are familiar with the digital technology and who would network to or through the digital gadgets mm. were called N generation, n That's
0: an interesting generation because people born that far back in 1977, mm-hmm. they kind of uh, were the bridge between a, an analog era and yeah. a digital era. They can remember there being no internet and not having yeah, all right of these gadgets. Right before
1: the millennium, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So the media describes the retro trend today, the n style is back.
0: Okay. n Uh, day style is back. um, And uh, so they will be kind of espousing all of those uh, fashion items that you said before. Maybe listening kind of in a retro way to some of that music from the 90s, I suppose.
1: Yeah, there are a hint of retro in all parts of culture. Many arcades in Hongdae that only displays retro games are very popular. Mm. Indoor sports like pocket pocketball, screen baseball are back in trend as well.
0: What's the indoor sport of bowling?
1: Well... Just usual bowling, but bowling is considered very cool to days.
0: Is, is it like throwing a ball at something or what?
1: No, the bowling pin. A bowling. 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 Like, okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. No, I'm always interested in learning something. So so, so bowling nowadays is kind of a retro thing to do. It's Mm -hmm. semi-ironic, but it's also fun. Yeah. It's kind of a mix of both. Mm
1: -hmm. And there are also commercials deliberately mimicking the old style of editing and font uses for the fun factor. And even camera filter apps... uh, are very popular with the vintage looking filters (laughs) you know in fact the current number one free app is the disposable camera app it just works (laughs) the same analog way you can adjust you can't adjust the filter beforehand and you can only see the limited amount of uh, in the frame. This and
0: highly advanced digital filter will make it look like you yes. took this picture so with a disposable it has this, camera.
1: It has this subtle blurred result that looks exactly like an old film camera. And if you, you can only see that uh, final photo uploaded three days after. And this is really popular. That
0: is hilarious. <laughs> you know, the people who actually used those cameras, they're mm-hmm. thrilled with the level of advancement of smartphones they yeah. like the fact that the the picture is immediate <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to wait three days for your photo okay like we did back then mm-hmm. um all right so there's a certain element of you know even for people who weren't back then in the 90s mm-hmm. it's kind of romanticizing the 90s a little bit or romanticizing previous eras right
1: yeah for the who are grown-ups now mm. are quite nostalgic to all these trends and has the feeling of delight encountering the stuff they were passionate about back then mm-hmm. but for the young teenagers and the 20s are completely new to this uh, culture idea so they're not really trying to be reminiscent or pulling off like outdated clothes they're really going to the vibe to be trying to be cool. So if you say, what are you wearing? Like you were dressing like 20 years ago, they would say, no, it's not a vest. It's a bustier. It's not a baseball jacket. It's a blouson.
0: It's a blouson.
1: Yeah. It's not a flare pants. It's wide pants. So they're not trying to Like, look old. They're in search of uh, the style to be more expressive, vibrant. So, uh, reaching for something new apart from the mass production, uh, they're uh, reaching out for this vintage kind of look as an idea of a limited edition
0: style. Are they, I mean, are they rummaging around vintage um, stores or are like major fashion lines putting out sort of uh, retro clothes?
1: I think a little bit of both. Both, right. Yeah, the major brands are putting off like deliberately old kind of like patchwork.
0: They have to be careful because if they weave too much of that retro stuff Mm -hmm. into the mainstream fashion Mm -hmm. narrative, Mm -hmm. then uh, young kids will go off it. They'll say, "Ah, this is mainstream now. Yeah, and then they would
1: move on to a new (laughs) trend.
0: (laughs) Um, Okay, so that's the clothes. There's also kind of this retro snacks thing going on, right?
1: Yes, so it's the retro snacks in return. And the snacks that everybody was eating in the 90s are having their huge comebacks in a very impactful way. Mm. Um, there are some familiar brands co- of cookies, chips, and ice creams that mm-hmm. they uh, called the end generation was constantly um, snacking on when they were preschool child to middle school kids. And there were not many options back then we weren't spoiled with all these high-end desserts and franchises. Mm -hmm. So if you spent your childhood in Korea in the 90s, it's impossible to not know the couple of the snacks that would be mentioned.
0: Limited options. Mm -hmm. And these were, uh, you said they were cookies? Were they like ice cream stuff too?
1: Yeah. So um, if the trend, the retro trends in the past were limited to those who actually experienced the culture at that time, the retro trends today, especially the snacks, are hitting a wider spectrum. So from teenagers to those in their 50s, 60s remember sharing ice cream with their kids. And the most notable fact is that the brands are revamping their products based on the insights on people's desires. And How rates. so? Uh, the first example could be the watermelon ice cream bar. So it's a triangular bar shaped as a slice of a watermelon Mm -hmm. uh, which has a soft creamy red part and the thin layer of a sorbet tasting green part and the majority of people wish they could have more of the green parts if they could. More of the sorbet. Yeah, more of the sorbet and after 20 years the brand has finally made many dreams come true so they put out an upside down watermelon ice cream bar and the green sorbet part is on the top now and the creamy red part is thinner so this was first released in may this year and millions of popsicles were sold in the first days and uh, july 25th the brand announced that in 50 days they sold 10 million bars well and they cannot help but operate the factory 24 hours to keep up with the demand in the market
0: did you eat those watermelon things when you were a kid yes a yes, lot. So it was
1: like five hundred one, and it was like the perfect indulgence that you oh, yeah. can have. A little bit of luxury.
0: You know what we had when I was a kid? We had um, orange creamsicles mm. which were like popsicles on the outside and ice cream on the inside. Mm. I must have eaten a thousand of those. <laughs> <laughs> Any other snacks?
1: Yeah, uh, there's uh, one snack similar to it. So it's a shark shaped ice cream bar. It's a gray colored popsicle but after a bite, you can get straight into the tasting of the strawberry flavor inside, and you can get all your mouth and teeth red in the end. <laughs> and as a kid, you can never get enough of one ice cream, yes. And along with the Upside Down Watermelon Ice Cream Bar. This brand created an ice cream in a pouch container with a cap and also a large Cat, uh, cartage so that you can it's scoopable mm. in a creamy texture. So it contains amount of three to four people, and you can, you know, reward yourself by growing up. Childhood dreams come true. <laughs>
0: the kids that are eating these today are going to have no idea that it's retro. So when they grow up and they long for mm-hmm. their childhood snacks, it's going to be like double retro.
1: Yeah, and they say it's their biggest sales in the 30 years, and there are also um, some confectionally come companies that um is not only renewing their products but bringing back the discontinued models too so uh one example is the tomato flavored slush ice cream
0: oh you just lost me there <laughs> <laughs> tomato ice cream we've been having discussions this week on this program about what's dessert and what's not mm-hmm. uh, i told uh, erica the other day red beans aren't dessert <laughs> and nor are tomatoes in my world but tomato ice cream okay
1: yeah, people are feeling well,
0: nostalgic for this?
1: Yeah, it, it has been discontinued for 12 years, and people were uh, raving about this ice cream and wishing their comeback. And it the slush is back in the market, and in three months, the sales high rocked to 17 billion won. And it became number one ice cream brand sold in the convenience stores this July. Mm. It's amazing.
0: So it's almost like a whole market sector, isn't it? Uh, mm-hmm. Items of, of childhood or youth or something like that.
1: Yeah, they call it uh, nostalgic marketing or mm. heritage marketing. And it's making sense in every level. So, um, you know, you can be reminiscent and you can, you know, take a step further. And mm-hmm. some uh, snack brands are, you know, collaborating collaborating with the bigger guys the bigger brands so the melon flavored ice cream bar that everybody was familiar Mm -hmm. with is collaborating with the f sports brands so they are putting out the melon colored shoes and workout outfits they're also um, banana flavored milk collaborating with cosmetic brands so the container looking like the fat chubby banana flavored milk do you know that container i do yeah but it's filled with the Banana scented soap.
0: Got to be careful. You don't <laughs> want to get those two things confused. Are you picking up this trend? Are you embracing this trend, um, Leah?
1: Yeah, I think I'm. I'm really uh, aesthetic as well with other people in my age group. I think for paying ten. Um, like one thousand one. It brings back you to those simpler days when, you know, your dreams were just having more bites of the yummy green parts, not as complicated <laughs> as wanting a permanent job that an AI won't replace you, kind of thing. So
0: wow, that got dark real quick.
1: Yeah. All so right. it's a simpler way to be happy this summer. It's
0: like a one thousand one time machine back to a an era when robots weren't taking our jobs. <laughs> Leia, thank you very much for coming in. That's very interesting stuff. Thank you and Career Escape returns right after this.